0: Everybody, welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. We're going to talk about something that's an uh, interesting story happening over in Ukraine, and that is the Foreign Legion. It said there's about fifteen to about twenty thousand individuals that have joined the Foreign Legion, ranging from people that have zero experience in the military to somebody who's ex uh, special forces. I've seen ages range anywhere from eighteen all the way up to sixty plus. Which is uh, crazy, um, but you need a body. You need a body. I think actually, over in Ukraine, they asked everybody uh, under sixty to kind of be conscripts if they were male into the military. Obviously, they're organizing the you know this special military unit into into individual, organiz- like smaller individual, I guess, military organizations over there. They're taking. Like uh, for instance, there's there's a Georgian one, um, and then the um, ones that aren't going. Obviously, there's medical units and stuff like that. Well, I'm gonna saw, say uh, share this one. This is military time. This one's uh, about the Georgian unit. So from an index, uh, from an undisclosed location in Ukraine, a former Georgian soldier runs a combined tactical operations center or military training camp that sends the U.S. and other foreign fighters to battle Russia. They said they're still in the process of recruitment. Mamuka Lovivi told Military Times in a Skype interview, there are a lot of guys joining us. On the list, there are, a lot of, there are about 750 men, mostly from Georgia and the UK. We also have a lot of Americans. He leads the Georgian National Legion, one of several paramilitary integrated into the Ukrainian armed forces after the war in Donbass. So that was 2014. That was part of the larger conflict between Russia and Ukraine. It started about 2014. Now following Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine on February 24th, some of the U.S. military veterans eager for, eager for war with what they see as a righteous cause have pledged to come to Ukraine's defense. The Georgia National League Legion hopes to relieve the Ukrainian military of some of the logistic burdens that come with organizing overseas recruits. But absorbing the 16,000 foreigners, the number of Ukrainian President Vol- Volodymyr Volensky claims to have volunteered will be a challenge. Flooded conflicts with foreign fighters can be inanimate an extremist movements or offer experience the already, uh, already, to the already radicalized. And through the vast majority of fighters who travel to Ukraine will be well-intentioned. It's not clear how many particularly will be helpful in the battleground given the language and training barriers. Foreigners may be more useful in a propaganda role to signal global unity rather than a frontline fighting force. Three veterans spoke with military times offered a mix of plans and how they would fight in Ukraine. One intended 10 had joined the fledgling International Legion that the Ukrainian officials have been promoting, but all three echoed similar concerns about the Ukrainian embassies that are slow to process applications and worry about contractual obligations. The contract of the Ukraine sounds a little bit more ambiguous, a little more long-term, said a Marine veteran, who is traveling now in hopes to join a unit other than the International Legion. So he had con- Next I had connected with a group of like minded US veterans on Reddit. They vetted me and put me into a signal group, chat about fifteen people and we've been organized, said the US veteran who asked his name to be withheld for the article. So there's also paperwork hurdle. Setting up international legion is a bold undertaking for a government that, while punching above its weight class in the war with Russia, is nevertheless nevertheless facing overwhelming odds. Ukraine is trying to screen applicants as fast as possible. Ukrainian Major General Boris Kermensky. Sorry, Kremensky, totally butchering his name. A military attache in Washington, D.C., told Military Times, but veterans have to parse out those with criminal records and those who are too old or otherwise for service. So far, the embassy has received about 6,000 applicants, Kremensky said. Adding that, about half immediately were turned down for various reasons. Of those 3,000, the embassy approved about 100 people joined the Ukrainian International Legion. Sounds like they're vetting them pretty... Uh, Pretty, you know, thoroughly. It's not surprising that there have been intermit- administrative challenges given the scale. Foreigners who respond to the call said so Austin C. Doctor, Director of Counterterrorism Research Initiative, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. So, but the broader, but from a broader stand, security standpoint, I think it's especially important for the Ukrainian government does not does its best to create the administrative infrastructure to incorporate these hires into formal units for the purpose of monitoring and accountability. Took one eighty-second Airborne Division, Air Army veteran days, even to get in touch with the Ukrainian embassy to submit his application. He received a notification indicating that his application was being reviewed, but was not giving a timeline when it be approved or denied. Every hour feels like a day, he said. Every day feels like a week, and at the end of the day, as a combat shower, what is the rush? Others are not so patient. So Kremlinsky said that he was aware that some volunteers have been traveling to Ukraine without going through a formal process to join the International Legion, but his goal is to properly vet as many as possible, even if it takes longer uh, than desirable. I don't have a big staff to work with, and we have other areas like working with the Pentagon on security assistance. Uh, this, that is more important. We have to see everyone or talk to everyone, so they can try to go on their own, but we have a task to talk to everybody. So while U.S. citizens go abroad to enlist in a foreign military, they could be in legal trouble if they're recruited or hired in the US, which may be why Ukraine is having volunteers sign contracts when they arrive. The Defense Department is still discouraging US, US citizens from volunteering. We don't believe that Ukraine is a safe place to go for Americans. So no kidding. <laughs> Pentagon spokesman John Kirby told reporters March 7th We urge them not to go, and if they're still there, we urge them to leave. So, skipping the red tape, beyond organizational delay, some US volunteers are uncomfortable committing to fight in Ukraine for the duration of the war, especially without knowing exactly how the end is defined. Corey Weatherholt said he has joined an independent militia over concerns about the ambiguous commitment. The veteran is no is no stranger to volunteering in foreign war zones. After being administratively separated from the Marine Corps following two years in the infantry, Weatherholt headed to Syria to volunteer for the People's Protection Unit, or YPG. After seven months in Syria, he returned to the United States, but... Before long, he was in Iraq with the Sinjar Resistant Units or YBS. Damn, this guy has some freaking paramilitary experience. Once in Ukraine, Weatherholt linked up with foreigners who served in Iraq and Syria. The group, which he declined to name, plans to go to Kiev, Ukraine, for paperwork that would show they're operating in the country with the permission of the Ukrainian government and are not Russian forces. No ideology, politics, or just guys who just want to mess up who don't want to miss out on a just war, said he said, the big one. Integrating foreign volunteers would be a challenge in the 16,000 number claimed by Ukraine is accurate. According to Imahari Kayako, a Finnish military veteran, as associates professor in the Swedish defense military in Stockholm who has researched the volunteer phenomenon in Ukraine. There you go. Obviously, it's a, a huge task and undertaking, vetting everybody. You don't want to get psychopaths in the military who don't, you know, know how to follow uh, orders and could, you know, create havoc for a lot of people, especially if they're just um, wild and not mentally there. It's tough to vet them because, uh, you know, if they're actually there for a just cause and they do have military experience, and it's good. But, you know, there's a lot of people who are there just, just to get there you know i guess the feet wet with uh with war and that's what they do maybe uh maybe a little unhinged. anyways thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate news that work take care miros jason a claire bye